0: Mic check, mic check. What up everybody? Welcome to the LOD Podcast. It's your boy Larry Alexander and I'm here with my boy Andy. What up Andy?
1: Larry, how you doing?
0: Pretty good, bro. Yo, and we got a very, very special guest today. And it, this podcast, this episode's gonna be like a celebration. We we like celebrating today. Yeah. Let me tell you that much. We celebrating because this this man is doing big things. Okay, this man is doing big things, and, hey, and we're gonna dive into them. All right. So, yo, real quick, man. I'm trying to I'm trying to amp it up and and look, man. This guy is, look. This man is the the Salvadorian, like the Salvadorian. Period. He's the Salvadorian. He is. You could call him El Guapo because he he makes it known that he's a good looking man. Uh, all right, no he- question. <laughs> he may he makes it known. All right, uh, man. This man is one of the most humble guys I know. Um, one of the most. Talented and gifted and loving people that I know,
2: charming, funny. Oh
0: yeah, man! Oh, he talk about being funny, man. This guy is A.K. El Bayunco. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> if you, and if 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 you know, you know El Bayunco. If you don't, go search it up. All right, El Bayunco. Okay, you gotta go search it up. But I'm talking about Mr. Jonathan Larach. Jonathan, yeah. what is up, bro?
3: What is up, my boy? Um, Man, you and Andy, man, I got to have you guys as my wingman, for real, man. Like, you guys just <laughs> elevated me to a whole different status right
1: now, man. <laughs> thank
3: you, mama, man. No, no, for real, man. Like, Thank you so much for that amazing, amazing intro. Um, of course. I feel honored to be here. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure being here. It's a privilege to uh, be a part of the LOD podcast with... Hey. My boy, Larry, my boy, Andy. So, um, yeah, I'm happy to be here. And man, man, what an intro, man. What an intro. Like like, all those girls that rejected me in high school. if They could hear this intro, man. Go for it, go for it, go for it.
0: They regretting it right now.
3: Yeah, man, they would be like crying right now. Like being like, take me in, Jonathan. Like uh, I'll buy the ring. Just take me in.
1: Oh, my God.
3: They oh my gosh, that.
0: they're <laughs> crying right now, bro. Yeah, yeah they are. They, Look, and, uh, you, and you and you deserve nothing less, man. Like I, I'm low key like, man. I should have. I, I felt like I should have done a better job. We're talking about Mr. Jonathan Larache here. <laughs> nah, you know? nah, 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 man. nah, man. You, you,
3: you introduced me such in a way, man. That I, I, I'm, I'm astounded, man. I've never been introduced like that, dude. Just to tell you like that. And but I'm, I'm gonna say this, you know those girls that rejected me. I'm not like Amtrak, man. You know, I'm, I'm not like the MTA. I don't pass again, you know. This train and passing again, man. It's, it's a- gone. It's gone. It's, it's gone. 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 You, know? it's like you reject the Oh, my gosh. You know, those teams will not come back for you again. You know, it's a one-time opportunity, you know. And those girls, they missed it. But, you know, it's their loss, not mine. Oh, okay,
0: okay. Y'all heard that? Y'all heard that? The man has spoken. Now, now, Jonathan, real quick, let me ask you this. Yeah. Is Mr. Jonathan Larach uh, still available?
3: Ooh, man, you're asking if I'm a free agent right now.
0: Yeah, are you a free agent? A free Is Mr. Agent. Larach a free agent right now?
3: Oof, yeah, yeah. I mean, let's just say,
2: yeah, man. Uh, I've okay. been a free agent my entire life. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I'm still looking <laughs> for a club. He's receives offers, though, but none of them are to the level.
0: Ah. Oh, oh, uh, oh, none oh, none oh, of them know are know up to
2: par. I mean, That's when exactly. you put it that way, I mean that makes me
3: feel good, you know. But I think there's another side of the coin is that I've been rejected many, like many uh, times, so, you know. So it's like yeah. uh, it, it's it's about being honest, you know. But yeah, I'm
1: free agent. Yes.
0: Okay. They just don't know, man. They just don't know. And okay. uh, Mr. Laraj has a sauce. So I gotta say, yeah, man, saucy, all right. And y'all y'all okay. missing out on your boy. So <laughs> let me just say, ladies, <laughs> ladies, LOD, the LOD fam. <laughs> Yo, Mr. Larach is available. And you, wow. after this episode, you're going to be like, ooh, I, I might need me some Mr. Larach. All right? <laughs>
3: I mean, just by the way things are going, I think I'm going to need a PR right here, man. But, like, either you or Andy, you know, want to hey. wanna, wanna, wanna help me with
0: that? Bro, I'm I'm in, man. I'm, Don't man, worry. I'm going. I'm, I want to go where Mr. Larach is going to go. Nah, That's all man. I got to say, man. Oof, man. <laughs>
3: Man, no, no,
0: no, um uh, no, man. man. Thank you for that intro, man. I really appreciate of it. Of course, John. Real quick, man. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you're, you're, you're 100% salvadoreno
1: Yes, eh? Guanaco. Guanaco. Yeah, you know
0: saying. Oh, yo, I was wondering why you wore your Salvadorian jersey. I see yeah, you, uh, bro. I have to. I have
1: you, to.
0: Yeah. I'm, yo, I'm messing up here, man. I should I should have been been wearing the colors too, but you see, I see the little the L.A. hat there, the blue, the white and blue right there. You know ah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So
2: we 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 still
0: we, we, we still repping, still repping. Reppin'. <clears throat> but John, Dale. big question, all right? Pupusas or pan con pollo?
2: Oh, oof. oh, man you no, no, the tiebreaker, I, but I'm yeah, not gonna tell you who voted for what. But you're the tiebreaker. That's so all I gotta say. <laughs>
0: that's true. Um, man,
3: man, I mean Yo,
0: that's the, that's man, not a
3: question. That's not a question. That's the question, bro. Oh Um. <laughs> I mean, me pusiste en qué pensar, bro. Like I mean, this is difficult, bro. I mean, but if I, if I look, if, I'm thinking right. If God plays me. On an island, all by myself, right?
0: You had to choose one, and mm-hmm. I had to choose one, and that's saw you eating. Oh,
3: snack, bro, nah, man, I can't leave pupusas, man. I just cannot leave them.
0: Oh, okay.
3: Wow. Like,
0: okay.
1: Wow. Man,
3: pupusas, that's good. We
0: we were actually recently talking about this with Andy and and uh, uh-huh. Andy went with pupusas. 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 I I personally had to go with panes con pollo. All right. That's, that's my that's my stuff right there, man. Like, and and the thing is, we we eat it only in like special occasions. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, I get you.
0: So for me, eating panes con pollo is like very special. Yep. Yep. You know, I that re, you. that
2: recalentado like <laughs> days after.
0: Oh my I'm gosh!
2: Shh. And I'm opposite. I what eat panes all the time. No way! <laughs> and then bocusa is uh-huh. a special occasion because apparently it's like it's more tedious to make. I don't know. Nah. Um, I've tried making pupusas once. <laughs> they weren't that good. But they had like a huge <laughs> ring of, of masa around the end. Oh my God. Um, but that's just me. And panas con pollo is just, it's not just panas pollo because the sauce makes a difference. Yeah. Oh yeah. But there's more options when it comes to pupusas in the sense of like, what well, you put it in it. Mm-hmm, that's yeah. my defense. You see, and that's what, that's dude, what makes it. with that? Yeah. Look,
0: Uh, I'm not going, to we're not going to spend so much time on this because this we could literally do an episode on
2: this, but
0: but we're not. (laughs) But all I got to say is I think that's what makes panes con pollo extra special because Mm -hmm. I think for me, it's like, if you don't get the sauce right,
4: Mm. the panes ain't
0: good, man. Mm -hmm. And and I'm very like, I'm even careful with where I eat my panes con pollo. I don't think I've ever had panes con pollo at a restaurant. No. I'm like. No, nah, cause I'm like, you know what? I can't, man. Cause I got nice, the bro. heavy hitters. I, my mom mm-hmm. makes fire panes pollo, and I'm not being oh. biased here. Like I Andy knows, John. have you you haven't had my mom's panes compoyo, no, yet, I, huh?
3: I have not received that blessing. As of okay, yet. you're
0: gonna have to, bro. But mm. but even above my mom, right. my, I have a tia, my tia. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, bro! I she's the goat. She's the Ooh. goat when it the comes goat. to buying his so I'm I'm very passionate about that, y'all. That's my, right. it's my it's in my in my blood, man. All right, so yeah. so look, unfortunately, there is there is something that me and Jonathan don't see eye to eye on. Uh, All right, I
3: see it already. I know where you know.
0: you're going. We uh, I struggle with this, man. All right, uh, but. Unfortunately, guys, Jonathan Larach is a Real Madrid fan.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Amen to that.
3: Amen. <laughs> Amen. Like, I mean, Larry, uh, I mean, I didn't want to go this route, but, I mean, <laughs> uh, my ears right now, bro, oof, oof. <laughs> Uh, I I feel it right now, bro. So I mean like if you wanna get me angry, bro, let's hit it,
0: man. <laughs> nah, I don't want no problems. I don't want no problems, man. We we here to, like I said, we're here to celebrate. We're here to celebrate.
3: <laughs> like what Real Madrid passing to the next round and Barcelona.
0: Um, um oh you see, yo this man's a confrontational type. Look at that. <laughs> I
1: mean
0: look, I, I did have a question. I did have a question I because know. I will I will admit I I have a level of respect and admiration mm-hmm. for players in Real Madrid. I dislike the team. All
1: right.
0: I, I dislike Surprise. the organization. Oh, all right. Okay. Just dislike it, but I admire some of the players, right? All right. So like for me, my favorite def- one of my favorite defenders of all time is Sergio Ramos who was a Real Madrid player, right? Mm-hmm. Um but let me ask you this.
4: Okay.
0: Who? I got two questions. But first, one, who is the greatest Madrid player of all time? That. That's loaded. Of all time. Of all time.
3: It has to be my my idol, Ronaldo.
0: No way.
3: It, n- no no, no, no. Wait. Oh. Oh. Wait. Ronaldo.
0: Chris, Cristiano Ronaldo.
3: Cristiano Ronaldo.
0: Oh. No way.
3: Yeah, I, I, for me, he's the biggest goal scorer. You know, mm. he, he won,
0: over I, over he, Zidane?
3: Oh yeah. Oh well, I mean, I, I didn't see Cidan play. I was, okay. I, I was little, so I mean, I didn't see him play. But from what Robert and Manny tell me, Zidane, he was a wizard, basically with the ball. Mm. Yeah.
0: But, um,
3: I didn't have the blessing of seeing Zidane play, but I did have the blessing of seeing Ronaldo play, and and
0: he did a thing.
3: I mean, uh. I've never seen any other player at Madrid or at any other team do what Ronaldo does um, on a day-to-day basis. That guy is a natural-born leader. Mm. Um, and, you know, he, he he gets talked about a lot. You know, people don't like him. Yeah. And, you know, that people think he's arrogant. But I think mm. um, that guy has so much discipline mm. that he's reached where he has reached and he has won everything he has won because he tries like no one man and that's what I admire admire um him from him is that that guy has so much discipline and you know people talk smack about him but he he's central you know mm-hmm. he has solo vision and I think that's that's to admire from Ronaldo and he's just overall a great player.
0: Yeah. Now let me ask you this. This yeah. is my second question. Is he who? is he better than Messi?
1: Yeah. Yeah,
3: I'm not even thinking about
0: that. He is. Really? Yeah,
3: he is. For me, he is.
0: Okay. Wow. Is that, that, are you being biased? Or do you like, out of like, just seeing both players play and do what they do and accomplish what they've accomplished,
1: Yeah.
0: Cristiano's a better player?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think even if I don't want to accept it, right, I think there's somewhat of a bias because Ronaldo plays for Madrid. Now, my reasoning is this. Messi, you know, he's a great player. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to deny that he's a, mm. a, an amazing player. But he, he, uh-huh. here's the difference: I think Ronaldo is much more of a complete player. Messi can only kick with his left, and sometimes he kicks with his right. Ronaldo mm. kicks with both. Ronaldo is a demon when it comes to heading balls, man. Like that guy jumps high. At Messi, what yeah. you think so? I mean, it's understandable. Yeah. But just the mentality of Ronaldo, I think that guy. <laughs> um, it's something that Messi doesn't have. Ronaldo is a leader. Messi is not. I think. Um and you're seeing that this season, Messi, uh psychologically, he goes down really quick. Mm. Right? Uh, they score on Barcelona. Psychologically, he cannot be a captain, a leader. Ronaldo on the on the other hand, they score on Madrid or on Juventus. That guy turns into a monster. Hmm. So I think psychologically
0: and interesting.
3: And when we're talking about soccer wise, I think Ronaldo beats Messi.
0: <laughs> Yo, I just got a text from my sister. <laughs> Saying, oh, Dina. saying and she and mind you she's in her room and she she heard she she heard me no. ask the question uh uh-huh. she said I just heard the disappointment in your voice when you said really and I died. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh
0: my God, bro. Okay, well shout look out we're,
1: shout
3: out to Dina
0: shout shout out shout out D. Shout out <laughs> well look mm. and that's interesting so would you would you consider him the greatest of all time? Then
3: no, that's a good question. No, I wouldn't. Okay,
0: who who would you consider the greatest of all time?
3: I mean, do I have to choose? Yeah, I think because here's time. my reasoning, right? To to say um, that a certain player is the best player of all time, I think uh, it's kind of unfair for the other players that I did not see. Because mm. sure, I can say Cristiano Ronaldo is the best of all time, but I didn't see Pelé, I didn't see Maradona, I didn't see the Di Stefano. I didn't see Cruyff. Um, I yeah. didn't have the opportunity. But,
0: but to... you've seen clips from them. Yeah, snippets, snippets.
3: Okay. But um, I, I don't think it would be enough to base my decision because mm-hmm. I can say Ronaldo, but um, the the thing that Pelé accomplished with Brazil and uh, like Maradona, with Argentina, yeah, yeah. right? And Maradona, um, he took Napoli to win the Italian League, a small yeah. team at that time. That's something that neither Ronaldo nor Messi, nor Messi has done. So I think... Other players, they they need to have credit,
0: mm-hmm. but
3: unfortunately, I did not see them play. So,
0: ah, okay, um, I, okay,
3: I, I, it just, I mean, if I have That's to choose, I'll say Ronaldo because
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know he's the beast. But, um, I like neutrally, I I would say no one because I haven't seen everyone play.
0: That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Well, look, we want to get into it, <clears throat> and so. Uh, John I want I want you to tell us a little bit about yourself like tell us where you're from mm. um you know just just a little bit of, about you and then we we'll go into asking some questions but mm. first I, I we and people listen to me uh this man just did something hey I I personally think that he just made history all right like he like he he has he is part of history now. Like, he's done something big, in my opinion. And so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that right now in a bit. Um, but I want you to get the context of who Jonathan is, you know, and why this is so big. But yeah, John, t- tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Thank you.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, thank you, Larry. Thank you, Andy. So, um, yes, yeah, as, as both of you said, I'm Jonathan, and as you can see by that beautiful flag over there um uh, yes sir. i am gonaco i am salvadorian i was born over there so um you know as of as of yet i'm not a you know blue eyes green eyes you know i i still have my <laughs> salvadorian, uh accent with me um but yeah uh, i'm salvadorian i came to the u.s when i was three and a half mm. so That was in 2002 um in may i believe that my family and i came and um yeah, uh it's it it's been um you know a, a process where God has been with us, getting a justice to the US. Um my family and I we've had a lot of help. So um uh I'm I'm a doctor student, so that means that uh I'm undocumented. Um and and, and yeah, it's 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 been uh would say a really cool journey um mm-hmm. being here in the United States. Um, I've had the blessing to meet great people, like the two wonderful handsome men I'm seeing right now, my boy Larry oh, and
0: Andy. Thank you.
3: And um, but yeah, it's. Uh, it's
0: Did I hear that, ladies? <laughs> he,
3: called,
0: he called me handsome.
3: And 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 oh, wait, correct me if I'm wrong. You are single,
2: right?
0: I am. Cool. I am single.
2: All right. All right. Guys, look, look, guys. Look. Just click on that little... When y'all hear this clip on LOD Woo! up there, just click on it. We're tagged in most of the videos. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my
3: God. But, but yeah. um, say so yeah, I'm Salvadorian. Um, I think those are the biggest identities that stick with me. I'm Salvadorian. I'm a Latino. I'm a mm. DACA student. I'm a documented. Um, I'm an immigrant. I think being an immigrant is part of who I am. Mm. Um. And and of course, you know, being a Madrid fan, I think that's uh that's that's another big identity. Um but yeah, um and I've been living in the US with my family since two thousand two and um you know, uh, gracias a Dios, uh we've been um improving as time goes on and and we've been uh we've had the blessing of beating great people. So
1: so yeah.
0: That's awesome, man. It's awesome. And you have your, your older brothers there how, how old are they
3: so uh oh smack they're gonna kill me for this but whatever <laughs>
0: um
3: so robert the the eldest he is i believe the same age as ronaldo i believe so ronaldo right now man i gotta think of ronaldo before thinking of robert man that, yeah, that this is I, a
0: little weird, That's yeah. A little weird huh?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh robert i believe is um i believe i don't even know smack i so he's
0: uh 13.
3: So he, I think he's 35. Okay. And Manny, he is um 32 right now. Okay. So I mean, I can be wrong, and I I can be making Robert and Manny older older <laughs> than they really are. But I'm gonna say 35 and 32. Okay. So and yeah, and and wow. I'm currently 22.
0: Oh, awesome, awesome. Okay, so let me ask you this: Your brothers are doing big things too. Right. Uh, in their own in their own way, right? You're both of them are in school, from what I right. remember, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where is Robert in right now?
3: He's studying at uh, Biola University.
0: Oh, he's at Biola. What? Yeah. Is, what is he? What is he going to uh, Biola? What is he going to Biola for?
3: Uh, he's studying applied psychology. Okay. So um, wow. what he wants to do is well, uh, Perla and him they have this passion to help families. Yeah. So um. Basically, Robert is studying uh psychology, applied psychology mm. at the family level, but with a base or emphasis in Christianity in the Bible.
0: That's awesome. Wow. That's awesome. And let me just tell you, Robert, Jonathan's brother Robert and his wife Perla have been just so influential and so impactful in my life. Like, um and my family, my sister, man, like they they've been there. For us, encouraging us, and and they're just great people. Manny is a great guy as well. Yeah. Um, I haven't been able to like just you know be around Manny as much, but the little bit that I have been, just another very influential guy. So so Manny, what what is what is Manny doing? Because Manny's doing big things too. Nah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like okay, you got me right there. I know he's studying chemistry, man, but he's studying some weird branch of chemistry, dude. But <laughs> it's like- you know, it's, uh, I believe like in a couple more years, that guy's going to be bald, man. Cause <laughs> what he does is crazy, man. Like, um, but, uh, he's studying, I think. Okay. So he told me like to tell people what he's studying, but I'm going to say that cause it's weird. But I think he's studying like a form of organic chemistry. Okay. So what he wants to do is that, um, he wants to work with like drugs and medicine so mm-hmm. he can find a cure. Uh with the help of God and with the help of other scientists, the cure to cancer, wow. HIV. Uh, wow. So diseases that do not have as of right now, here, like cancer. Um, so that's his that's his objective, right? Mm-hmm. That um he can work towards uh the discovery of different vaccines or different medicines that can cure um many diseases like cancer and HIV.
0: Wow. Wow. That <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> he, the LaRage brothers are doing big things, right? Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. I think Andy, this is where we're gonna start getting into the, to yep. the to the juicy stuff, man. So, Jonathan, your your brothers are doing big things because I know I know Manny's like he's he is is Robert getting his master's right now or is he getting like, mm. uh, uh, BA? He's getting his BA.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Manny. Manny's getting what? Because Manny's (laughs) up there. I think Manny.
3: Yeah. yeah, Last time
0: I checked, Manny was somewhere like he was close to getting his PhD, or he was towards going that direction.
3: Yeah, he's uh, currently um, working to get his PhD. He attends uh, UC Riverside, Mm. so um, this is his second year in the PhD. Um, So I believe it's five years for him. So he needs three more years to write his dissertation. Surround and uh, with the will of God, you know, uh, get his doctorate.
0: That's awesome. So okay, so Manny's doing that now,
3: yeah. and
0: then you you have been at UC Santa Barbara.
3: Yeah, since last so since tw. No, I'm sorry, not last year. Since 2019.
0: Okay, and you're you're getting your BA, right? You're you're yeah. finishing that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what what have you been going? uh, What are, what are you getting your BA in?
3: Yeah, that's a good question. I'm getting it in religious studies. Okay. So um, I'm getting an emphasis in um, Middle Eastern religions. Okay. So Like Judaism and Middle Eastern culture. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm currently getting, trying to get my BA in religious studies. And since I'm a senior, um, by the will of God, hopefully um, I'll be graduating uh, this coming June.
0: <sighs> Congrats to you, my friend. Thank you, thank you, guys. Congrats to you on just yeah. that accomplishment, yeah. there, yeah. Like thank this is—we're talking about a a dreamer, right? DACA, like yep. DACA student, undocumented, who came and you know, regardless of those obstacles and those hardships that that may bring. Jonathan, along with his brothers, and we'll have we'll have Manny or Rob. um, on the pod soon but but Jonathan has has you know just surpassed those obstacles and 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 good for you man that's encouraging that's so motivating thank you um mm-hmm. and let me tell you something i've i've been able to um see the growth in john uh in the last for the last three years, I, I've I've known him for a little bit longer. I've I've kind of known him from afar because I've known his brother Robert a little bit longer. Um, but I got to really get close to John in the last three years, and I've able I've been able to see his growth. I mean, you say you're twenty two, right? Yeah. So yeah, so within within this time, you know, I've been able to see him grow, see uh you know just work together serve together uh at, at our local church and um and just man just knowing that w- where you're going John like
4: mm-hmm.
0: um man it's well deserved and it I'm not surprised mm-hmm. man like thank you thank you you know I'm not surprised of what you're doing and so here we g- here we are you're going to graduate yeah 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 this june yeah
1: yeah
0: and I just found out this past week. We Andy and I just found out this past yep. week. The whole world <laughs> found out this past week. Um some great news. Can you share that with us? Can you share that with the podcast?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um ew, suspense, a little drumming thing. Yeah, a little drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> um so um You know, um, thanks to God, first of all, and thanks to my family and to the motivation that people like you have given me. Um, I applied to the MA and I've gotten accepted. Um, And the schools that accepted me were Harvard, Yale and the University of Chicago.
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Say Say that one more time. This man said it so casually. He said it like it was nothing. Can you repeat that, please? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, so I applied um, for grad school to the MA. And um, so Yale, Harvard, and the University of Chicago accepted me. Wow.
0: So, wait, so you... Wait, weren't you waiting on Yale? Like...
3: Yeah, I was, and they notified me this past Monday.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yo, hold up. So you got accepted. What? Yeah, yeah. You got accepted to... The University of Chicago, yeah, right? Yeah. To Harvard. Yeah, yeah. And to Yale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh
1: <laughs> <my>.
0: <laughs> this is a dreamer, guys. This is a DACA student who's doing big wow. things. And I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that in a demeaning manner. All right. Just know that. I'm not saying that in a demeaning manner. On the contrary, mm. I see these DACA students just Mm -hmm. Doing big things And I'm saying that because Some of y'all Have not been as supportive With our DACA students With our Dreamers And I got a problem with (laughs) y'all Because I hear stories like this And I know people like like Jonathan Who I freaking love And I admire so much Doing big things With He got (laughs) He Yo, he took that opportunity and said, I'm going to do big things with it. I'm going to Yale or I'm going to Harvard or I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to go wherever I want. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, Andy, like, bro,
2: this is. That's insane. That. Wow. Um, Wow. Uh, I want to ask you, like, how, how do you feel? Like, or like, what did you do when you found out? Uh, how did you find out? Like an email? Like how, yeah, how uh,
3: email. Yeah. Thank you, Andy. Um, and thank you, Larry, as well. Um, it was it, it was crazy. I mean, I, I got to give you kind of the background because I think yeah. there's a context. Yes.
1: But yes. Please.
3: I not I, I not only applied to the MA, but to the Ph.D. as well. So for the Ph.D., I applied to uh, USC, five minutes okay. away from where I live and um, to Harvard as well. So for Harvard, I applied to both the Ph.D. and the MA. Oh. So um, now wow. the PhDs they did not accept me. Okay. So I, and 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 you know I'm saying this because uh, I think it's it's good that we talk about you know quote unquote our our failures.
4: Yeah.
3: Because For God is sure. Has been
4: yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay. Yeah. God has been faithful. So um yeah. But yeah, but that's good. But but the amazed, they did um uh, accept me. So um wow. When uh, to answer your question, Andy um it was funny because I I got the email. Harvard was the first email I got. Harvard for the um, MA mm. it was the first email I got, and I got it two Mondays ago, um, and it was early in the morning. It was it was around eight, I believe, eight ten, eight eight twenty a.m. And so I got the email and and, and was like, "Your decision is posted online. Go to your account." So oh Lord, it was snack. A snack. and then I, I went to my account. It wasn't right there. I had to click another link. I was like, "Oh, the suspense." is Were, killing
0: were you me. by yourself?
3: I was in my I was in my room. My family was outside.
0: Okay. And in, in,
3: uh, in, in the living rooms, so I was over here, and then um, as soon as I saw, on behalf of the committee of Harvard, blah 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 blah, I am happy to announce. I just saw that. I was like, all right. <laughs> I, I did not even read the entire letter, and uh, I, uh, I I told my parents, Manny. They were super excited, oh, and um, but yeah, to answer your question, Andy, how have I like coped with it? To be honest, uh, I haven't. I haven't tried. To focus on that so much because I'm currently on finals. So the the Harvard and Yale and the and Chicago they all came kinda quote unquote at the worst possible time ever because I'm currently on finals. I don't have time to like um, celebrate fun, and all Yeah. So it's like I haven't really thought about it as much because mm. I'm currently in finals, but um it's been something, you know, that um I was I was I was happy and um I'm not gonna lie, but at the same time I was um I was uh, very grateful for all the people like you guys, especially God, for um um for giving me the blessing, right? Of of, of just applying to the PhD, mm. applying to the MA because I think just applying is already a blessing by itself. Yeah. And then getting accepted, you know, that's that's a whole other story.
2: That's that's crazy. I, I wow. I, I would have loved to, to have recorded that or to have seen your reaction live. Yeah. I think it would have been amazing. What yeah. was
0: mom and dad's reaction? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
2: Like, I think my
3: mom, bro, she started screaming and I think the whole neighborhood found out about it because she's like, <laughs> bro, she started screaming so bad and then uh, she she cried. Um, and then my dad was very happy as well. Manny, um, he was about to take a shower. He came out of the shower, <laughs> but, but like, you know, with clothes on, you know, with clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, you know, um, yeah, they were all very excited and, 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 um, you know, and then like, they sent me another email saying, you know, that I'm getting a full
2: ride. So, um, oh, snap. So you're not, okay, like, okay, okay. Time yeah. out, because that's a, that's a whole different story. We
0: didn't even address that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you applied to Harvard, right? Yeah. yeah. You got accepted.
1: And Which then moments
2: after, you got a full ride to Harvard? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, well, if, if, if I'm being honest, if I'm being honest, the other schools are giving me full rides as well. So, <laughs> yeah. <so. laughs>
0: that's that so casual. He's like, it's not a big deal. The other oh, ones, too, you know?
3: Yeah, yeah, but um, but I mean, that was a whole other story because Harvard accepted me. I received the email, and then they were like, um, watch out for another email that we're going to send later today about your financial aid. And here I am, like, thinking about it because I applied to a scholarship at UCSB, um, and I did not get it, all right? So I was like, I'm gonna use that scholarship to for, for the MA, and so. I was a little bit worried because um, private universities, for the most part, they take DACA students as international students. So as international mm-hmm. students, we don't have, oh, quote unquote, international. We're not international. But um, as DACA yeah. students, we don't have like basically all the resources that citizens have. So, you know, that's like paying for school and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it was God, right? It was, yeah. um, it was his mercy that yeah.
2: I'm getting full rights. Wow wow that's that's crazy okay okay, that's a blessing man yeah it is i want to i want to take it back a couple a couple years you know Mm. to your journey like like to a point i want to take it back the schools you went to or like Mm. what what like things you went to to get to this point so my first question being like Mm -hmm. um you studied at um ucsb but what schools did you go to before like you you could start at your high school um, everyone okay. from L, from the LA area, I'm sure would recognize the name. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, like what, what, like what schools did you go to?
3: Yeah, thank you, Andy. Um, I for high school, I went to West Adams Prep. <laughs> it's, it's like a <laughs> block from where I live.
0: So <laughs> in
3: La, like, La In Washington. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but yeah, I, I went to West Adams, and um, to be honest, like I don't even know how I graduated. Um, I, I, um, I almost never did homework, (laughs) never studied. Uh, um, And then, you know, uh, I would receive the report card saying, uh, like I received the report card, like this teacher said I used to eat in class and he didn't like it. And and, and it was true because I used to take cookies to class and I used to eat them. But uh, yeah, so I I graduated high school um, and then I went to community college, to Santa Monica College. And the only reason why I went to college was like, okay, what do you do after high school? I guess people go to college. (laughs) And so mm-hmm. I went, I, I didn't yeah. even, like, have a, like, a direct mindset of mm-hmm. what I wanted to do. Um, so, um, and then I, I had Manny to guide me, so that was very helpful. Um, I started um, studying journalism, actually.
4: Hmm.
3: So I wanted to wow. be a sports journalist, like those people that appear on TV, yeah. talking yeah, about soccer yeah. and all of that. Like, fuera de juego, fútbol picante. I was like, oh, those people are fitting. Um. But yeah, I started out with journalism. I took some classes. I found out that journalism was not my thing. I did not like interviewing people at all. So I was mm. like, I'm dropping mm. this.
1: Okay.
3: And I thought about it. And I was like, well, you know what? I love the Bible. I love history. And I went re- with religious studies. And um,
2: That was a change you made at Santa Monica.
3: Santa Monica, yeah. And okay. I made it my last year at Santa Monica. Mm. So um, It's funny because I started applying with a journalism like major to USC into like other universities and then I changed it to religious studies mm. Mm, okay. so um yeah so I started uh, I started applying uh, at SMC um and so that's when I got accepted to UCSB and I'm currently right there and um now it's just um you know trying to see what's God's will for my life where he wants to take me in regards to the M.A.
2: Wow, and you and you still have a quarter, right? You still have a quarter left that you. Yeah, my last quarter, the spring quarter at UCSB. Oh snap! That's wow. Okay, yeah. okay. So you, you're facing a big decision, <laughs>
3: Yeah, especially because it's in the East Coast, all three schools. And it, it's like it snows over there, man. And like I'm from the tropical area, man. I'm not from like Alaska. Well, I I'm, I mean like the cold, I'm not really a big fan of it. But I mean that's that's something that I've been thinking about. But um, yeah, it's it's now it's now it's only about making the, the choice of where I want to go.
0: Yeah. Well, let let me ask you this: Why? Why? Like, I mean. They're big schools, but was there a particular reason more like a more specific reason mm-hmm. as to why you chose to apply to schools like Harvard, uh Yale, University or Chicago? Where where else did you apply?
3: So those three schools and then for the PhD at USC. Okay. And the PhD again at Harvard.
0: Okay. So you didn't even like oh, apply wow. to, to any little schools, like to like you didn't do anything. Or local you
1: schools.
0: You was <laughs> yeah. like, I'm going. Either going, I'm I'm either going big or going or going home.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a very good question, Larry. Uh, really, it has to do with my major because as a religious mm. studies major, those are the schools who go mm. with a major like religious studies. And what I want to do is either study the Old Testament or the New Testament. Okay. And you know, I looked into U- UCLA. I looked into more UCs. But the thing is that UCLA, for example, um, they they don't really have the Bible. They have ancient Middle Eastern culture.
4: Mm. Um,
3: you can get a MA in that, mm. but um, you cannot get an MA like in the New Testament, Old Testament. So mm-hmm. what I want to study is the Bible. Yeah. Um, so um, I, I I did my research. Um, like at first, I was going to apply like to nine schools, really, like a lot. Mm. But then I started, you know, to like, all right, think about it, right does this school have what I want to do? No. Okay. Off the list. Does this school have what I want to study? Yes. All right. Keep it. And then, so I applied and I'm not going to lie. Um, when I was applying, that came to my mind. I was like, Oh, smack. I'm only applying to like schools that are famous. What happens if I don't make it? What happens if no, like no program accepts me. Um, and, and, and I'm left without a choice. Um, so that did cross my mind. Um, but, uh, you know, thank God that um, the MA programs accepted me. And, um, you know, uh, now it's, it's yeah, like I said before, now it's making a tough choice, right? Where to yeah. go? But yeah, um, I didn't apply to those big schools, mainly because they're, they're big schools. Mm. I only applied to them because they have what, what I want to study. Mm. Because if UCLA had what, what, what I want to study, I would apply to UCLA um, or, or another UC. But it was only those schools that really had my type of like academic emphasis,
0: okay
2: uh, okay, and wow um that's that's cool because I wanted to dive more into into this decision you you made, like in Santa Monica, because um finding a passion is something that just drives life like completely. Like, you do things because you're passionate about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teachers, counselors say it all the time. Like, yeah. do the major you're passionate about. Um, but often, like, many times I've heard that the major that you go under usually doesn't end up to mm. be the one you mm. graduate with. So I want to tap more into, like, the, your, your Christian background, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, did, did, like, growing up with um, Christian family growing up at church. Mm. Um, when was that moment that it, it like kind of clicked in your head? Like, I really want to study the Bible. Like, do you remember that moment? Was it something that you, do you think about often? Like
3: when, when, are you asking, when I made the choice to change my major?
2: Yeah. Like when yeah, you guys,
3: I, 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 I have yeah. it over here, man. I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's cause I was taking a journalism class at SMC and it, and it was a journalism class where you would write for the campus newspaper.
1: So um, okay. it was
3: a pretty cool class, but I was only there like for a week or two. Um, so I remember it was a, I, I, yeah, it was a Monday. It was a Monday. It was a holiday. So there was no school. And, and I was over here in my room, this room. I was like, I, I was like, I'm miserable. You know, I cannot take journalism anymore. I, mm-hmm. I feel like the fish out of water. I feel miserable. This is not wow. what I want to do. And then, ah, man, it was the Holy Spirit or something because it just clicked. Like that. It was like, I, I want to do religious studies. I want to study the Bible. That's my passion. And I, feel, I felt this excitement in me that I just couldn't control. I started, like, like really, like, jumping. At, like, if you would have seen me, I was crazy because I was, like, jumping in my own room. Yeah. So um, that's, like, the moment I knew that I really wanted to study the Bible. And it's funny because the day before, it was, um, I was actually with you and, and, and um, Andy and uh, Chris at uh, Earth Café. Uh, oh snap! And and I remember the talk we had. Um, we were talking about the Bible. We were talking about certain aspects of the Bible that are kind of like, uh, you know, there's not a lot of info about this. What does this mean? And so the day after that talk, I knew that it was that my passion was um, the Bible. Wow. It was journal. I mean, I'm sorry, not journalism. Uh, religious studies, and um, it's just that you know, the, I just love having conversation about the Bible. The history of the Bible, the context of the Bible. So, um, I I knew that I had to change course, and it was a scary decision. I'm not gonna lie, because um, I was already applying to um to to the universities under journalism, so I had to change it. Um, so it was a very scary decision, but it's a decision that I do not regret, and that I'm happy that God
2: helped me, you know, um, go that way. Wow, I'm trying to um probably after we'll we'll talk about it a little more, but man, that that conversation was, you're right. Like it was a deep, super deep conversation. I'm starting to remember now. So after, so that same Monday, this happened and then all of this. Okay.
1: Yeah.
2: We're going to, I want to move into like, to the the juicy stuff. Um, Right. Kind of, kind of things we don't really talk about. Um, Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about the obstacles you faced. Mm -hmm. Um, Not just, academically but on a personal level like those mm-hmm. inner struggles you had um mm-hmm. and I could just ask you like what are the obstacles you faced? but I, more and more specifically like were there any times um where you wanted to just quit or mm-hmm. you, you felt like you you weren't gonna make it um like what how did you how did you manage um did right. someone help you like also uh, yeah. like well, how'd it go well
3: that's a that's how, a very how, good how? question man thank you Andy um Yeah, I think like every quarter, I feel the same thing. Like, oh shoot, I'm not gonna make it. You know, Uh, it's 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 a recurring theme. Um, And yeah, I think ever like um, my first semester at at SMC, it was difficult um, in the sense that it took me a hard time and a long time to get accustomed to the college level to the to the college level of learning. Um, I was taking two classes. And those two classes were kicking my butt at Santa Monica. Um, I used to do a lot, of, a lot of errors back then. So, yeah. And, and that sense, like ever since my first class in at the college level, um, it's been difficult. Um, and, yeah, there's uh, there were times where I was like, man, um, uh, what do I want to do with this? Um, why am I doing this? Mm. It, it, Literally like people say, you know, like being at school, like you like it makes you bleed, it makes you cry, and it makes you sweat, and you know, all of that is true. Yeah. Um I um and you know, I think much of it is also psychologically.
4: Mm.
3: Because um, at least me, I, I have the ten- I have the tendency to always um you know, we talk smack about myself, right? And be like, oh man, I'm not a good writer. Oh man, I'm not a good this. Oh man, I'm not a good that. Um, so it's most of the time, it's, it's always me that's um, putting pressure on myself, unnecessary pressure, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but something that has helped me a lot is being honest. Like, um, I'm not gonna lie, I've, I've had difficult times with classes, like really difficult times. Um, I was taking Biblical Hebrew, and it was a second class of Biblical Hebrew, and it was giving me a hard time. And so I went to a speak with a professor. I was like, you know, this is giving me a hard time. And the thing that was so scary is that there were only six of us in that class, six students.
1: Hmm.
3: Oh, and you gosh. can tell that I was a student that was facing the most troubles learning the material. You know, everyone else was getting it except me. So I was like, I I had to do something. So I went to speak. I went to a speak with the professor. Um, I was like, this this is how I feel. And and I was being honest with them. I was like, I. I, I I feel I'm doing bad in class. And, you know, being honest with him, that really helped me because he was like, he helped me see things better. He was like, no, you're actually good. Because yeah. at that moment, I was like, there's no way I'm I'm going to take Biblical Hebrew 3. <laughs> and I did, somehow. Wow. And then I took another Biblical Hebrew class. So i would taken four Biblical Hebrews. When taking my second Biblical Hebrew class, I thought I was going to quit after it.
4: Huh.
3: And, oh. and 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 so, like, being honest with myself and then taking that honesty and seeking help, I think that's... Yeah. At least for me, that helped that
0: me a lot. Let me ask you this. Well, like, so, sorry, just because I, I got yes, I was go intrigued ahead. by that.
3: Yeah. What,
0: like, what was it? What, like, what were you having a, a hard time with? And, yeah. And, and what did he say, like, that helped you get to that point of...
3: Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a good question. To be honest, I was getting distracted in class a lot. Like, um, I would... I would start thinking about like stuff and then I was like, oh, man, you know, the, the professor's teaching. Mm. And then I take messy notes in class mm-hmm. and my error was that I would not um, copy those notes again in a much more cleaner, better format. So my way of studying ah. was so over the place. You're it was messy. Okay. So, because if your notes are messy, you are going to study messy.
0: Mm.
3: So that was that was my error. And so um, I, and, and, and you know, and I wasn't studying as much as well. I wasn't um, uh, putting so much emphasis into it. Um, and I wasn't doing many things that I should have been doing. Like um, mm-hmm. I should have been going more to office hours. I should have uh, looked more for help. So it was mm-hmm. like, I was doing many errors for my part. Um, and you know, the, the material is difficult. Learning a new language, that's difficult. Yeah. Um, but there just comes a moment where you got, you, you have to realize, you know, there's something I'm doing that's wrong. And, and, and being honest with yourself and seeking help. And that's when I went to a speak with the professor and, and and I told him, I told him how, how I was feeling. I was honest with him. I was like, you know what? From the six students of us, I think I'm the one that's doing the worst right now. Hmm. And, and, and he told me, um, in, you know, not to make a like long story. He said, no, you're actually doing pretty well. Hmm. Um, be proud of yourself. And so that really helped me. I was like, "Oh, smack, and um uh, you know what? I think maybe um I'm doing better than I think I am, yeah, and I ended up with a name in the class, so um it was it was something okay. that uh, that um helped me a lot being honest and 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 seeking you know uh, like counseling academic counseling from the professor yeah,
2: wow.
0: that's so
1: dope, okay,
2: that's wow so you okay. I want to dive deeper into the problem because uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's like students listening to us, um, college students <laughs> listening to us. Yeah,
0: me. <laughs> so
2: um, Me included, yes. So I want to like, because there's this inner thing, at, at least with with admitting fault, like or admitting like that you have a problem or admitting that you're wrong or you're struggling.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, do, do you think like it was something that had to do with, um, you meeting the professor or was it like second nature to you to seek that help or, or did you mm-hmm. struggle with yourself to get to that point? I think, um, it's a little bit of
3: everything really. Um, what's, I think what helped me a lot is that I know that professor a lot. Like I've taken like seven classes with him. Mm. So he oh, knows okay. me, he, know, he knows me very well as well. So, um, in a way, I wasn't so scared as mm. to say, like, if I needed to talk to a professor, that it was my first class taking with him or her. So, it, was, it, it wasn't it was as scary. But um, I think it's something I learned from my mom is that never, and my dad as well, never be scared to ask um, for help. Um, because uh, there's this phrase that my dad learned from a professor. I think, I'm going to mess it up, but it's something like... <clears throat> it's better to seem dumb like for five minutes than to like be an ignorant for the rest of your life.
0: Wow. And, um, wow. and
3: you know, that's Smart. so true. Yeah, exactly. It's true. So, um, I think, uh, it was, it, it took a lot of, you could say bravery I don't, I, yeah. I, for lack of a better word,
1: mm-hmm.
3: um, to see guidance from the professor. Um, but at the end, um, it was, I was glad I did it because, yeah. um, you know, he, he helped me see stuff that, uh, <laughs> Um, he helped me see things in, in a better way, you could say.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and it was the same thing with Hebrew three, because I was, I was again, like I, I was feeling pressured. So I went to go speak him, to him again. And he told me the same thing, you know, he was like, no, you know, you're, you're fine. You're, you're doing good. You're a good student. So, um, I think, uh, that's the thing with college. It's not mm-hmm. going to be easy. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not, it's not It's going to make you cry. It's going to make you mad at times, but you're not alone. Um, yeah. Professors, they might seem scary, but um, they want, you know, to see you succeed. So yeah. I think um, that takes much of the fear away.
2: That's good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I want to tap into a, another question. Um, so we're t- we talked about, like, things you need to overcome. But I want to talk about the things you have to sacrifice. Mm. Um, because Santa Barbara is it's still in California. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's ours from, from L.A. So it's not like you 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 were able to go home and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm now facing this decision of the East Coast.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you're like leaving leaving your family, going into a new place. Lit- like every you're literally letting everything like stay in LA, and you're going, obviously with like personal things. But um, what are the some of the things that you had to sacrifice, or that you mm-hmm. you remember saying like, I wish I could have done, I wish I could have done this, or
1: mm-hmm.
2: more like people tell you like oh you missed out on this because you went to college or you missed out on this because you're doing like studying or something like that
3: yeah that's a good question dude like i'm gonna be honest i was scared i was peeing my pants scared the main reason why is because i heard ucsb was a uh, party school right and you guys know me i'm not a party dude i, I was raised in church yo like i mean what party you know <laughs> So I was like, man, what happens if my housemates are the party type and I'm here all innocent, you know, like Winnie the Pooh and and, and I'm with in 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 the middle of like Rambo and you know, like all like all these different type of people. So that was my main fear. And I was hella scared. I was very scared. Uh. Um I remember that we went to go eat right before my ma- my family left me at my apartment where I was living, we went to go eat. I denied I was so nervous that I did not eat I couldn't eat. And Um, well, you know that, it it went well. And the crazy thing is that, like, a day or two um, at UCSB, like, my first day or two in the first week, (laughs) I went to the hospital because my appendix was taken out.
1: Oh, I remember that.
3: Yeah, so I was... So it was funny because my parents dropped me off with with my brothers at UCSB. Two days later, I was at the hospital um, undergoing surgery. What? So I, I, I had to miss the first week of class. I... um. I I arrived late to class so I I arrived behind um so in that sense it it was very scary and I don't know at the hospital I don't know if it was all the drugs that they put on me that messed up my mind but I was even more scared to go back to UCSB bros like I was like is there a way God that you can make UCSB online like and you know next thing you know pandemic happens like seven months (laughs) later and it's online but this time I didn't want to like be online but um yeah but uh I was very scared um so I the first few weeks I was I was very scared to to go back. Um, I didn't want to go back to be honest. Mm. There was this big fear in me. Um, it's mostly because of that thing of you know party school and I'm not a party student. But um, I come to realize that um, it's not so much about the school, right? We say, oh, you know, UCSB is a party school. UC Santa Cruz is a party school. But I think it's all about the student.
4: Mm.
3: You know, we we ask, um, is this school party? Is it a party school or not? And I think the question should be, is this student a party student or not? Because uh. if you're a party student, you can make Boyola or Fuller a party school. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to stop you. And, um, yeah, and, and to answer your question, Andy, I think um, sa- in terms of sacrifice, uh, you know, being with my family. Um, I-, I used to come uh, some weekends to LA, so that would be good. But I think, um, like, you got to sacrifice your time, uh, your sleep many times. Uh there were times like I was in study rooms like at 12.30 a.m. all by myself. Wow. Studying for, for 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 stuff, for midterms. So I think there's um, there's some li- uh, liberties that you gotta sacrifice, that it's painful, mm. but it's always seeing the objective, you know? What is my mm. objective? I wanna become a professor? Okay, so if there's certain things that I gotta sacrifice right now to um, accomplish my dreams, then I just gotta do it. And you mm. know, I'm just having tunnel vision. So there's a lot of things you sacrifice: time, um, money, school can be expensive, um, yeah. and and sleep, of course.
0: Yep. Yo. So you you that is that the goal that that was a question I had. Mm-hmm. What's what's the goal with the degrees that you're getting and all of that?
3: Yeah, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um. That's uh. That's a good question. Um. I want to become a professor, of okay. religious studies at the university level, and the reason why is because um. As a DACA student, I want to help other DACA students, just like me. Mm. That's my passion. Um, I want to let them know that they're not alone because God has been so graceful to me that he has put people in my life that have helped me a lot. You guys, you know, other people at church and also at school. Ever since Santa Monica, I've met great counselors, great professors that I'm still in contact with right now. And, of course, professors and counselors at UCSB that have helped me a lot. And so they've let me know that I'm not alone in this. Exactly. And so I want to, you know, help other DACA students like me and, you know, uh, show them as well that they're not alone in the world, that it might, it might be scary being undocumented yeah. uh, at the university level, but they're not alone. And, you know, um, I love what I study. And teaching, you know, teaching is another form of learning yep. as well. So um, I think... I would just keep on learning even more as a professor of religious man. studies.
0: That is so dope, bro. Like, look. I So I'm I'm I went back to school this past year in in August. Yeah. Um you know, for for theology, so it's, mm-hmm. similar religious yeah. studies. Um, you know, and and I love it, man. I'm freaking, I'm loving it, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm loving these classes. And I was a terrible student growing up, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh to be like this is this is one of the things that I love that I'm loving about this, I'm loving about where you're going and where you're headed with this, is because I mean what you just said is very selfless. Mm-hmm. Cause you know, you you wanna you're not only trying to reach that goal for yourself you're trying to reach that goal thinking of others mm. right and I think that's the beauty like um, and that's why we that's what LOD is about it's living our dreams not living yeah. my dreams it's living our dreams yeah. and yeah. I think that's what you're you're, you're going to step into you and you want to step into which is I'm gonna live my dream I think you're already you already are with the fact that you are going to Harvard and just others uh like you and like me and and you know these young bucks like seeing that that's encouraging so you know just you living your dreams and inspiring others while you're doing that that's that's beautiful bro and and then here's the other part uh some of y'all may not know this but in in that world in the religious studies world in the world of the theology like theological minds Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of latinos
1: yeah
0: there's not a lot of latinos So to see somebody like John, you know, getting ready to step into that is so dope and it's big and it's, it's very much needed. Um, You know, that's kind of another thing that I've been thinking about. It's like, yo, I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of, uh, of being one of those uh, Latino theological minds. Right. And so, seeing you taking that step john and 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 going and going towards that direction is so inspiring bro and so encouraging man like
1: thank you so
0: like has that has that crossed your mind like like just what that means as far as like Mm -hmm. uh you know in that world and you you being a a latino within that within the theological yeah world
3: yeah definitely um it has um like, when I was applying to Bayola, when I was still at SMC, Abby told me, like, mm. because she went to Bayola, and, and she told me that at Bayola, you know, for the theology classes, it's mostly only, you know, white people. Yeah. There's not a lot of Latinos. So yeah. she was like, you know, we, we need more Latinos in those types of classes. So I already kind of knew that notion. Mm. And um, even at, uh UCSB, um, like... I don't know how many. I think I've only met one other Latino with with the same age as me, and then all the others are are mostly like white, you know. So wow.
1: um,
3: that that's 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 something that I've had to cope with. And not only that, I think in 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 my field, in our field of of, of mm-hmm. religious studies, I think um, there's not a lot of Christians because. Um, mm. You know, one thing is theology, yeah. which is like based on Christianity. And another thing is religious studies, which is mm. more like more neutral. Yeah. So um, it's a field wow. where, where not a lot of Christians are there. Huh. Um, and so you read stuff that as a Christian, you're like, okay, well, hold up now. You know, it, it puts your <laughs> faith up, up, to, up to like a content. Chal-
0: it challenges it.
3: Yeah, exactly. It challenges your faith. So I think it's kind of like two things, you know, I'm a Latino and then I'm also a Christian. Mm. So, um, I, I want to be a, a professor of religious studies, but I don't want to like do that at the expense of my faith. I want to combine both. That's good. And and so I think it's been part of you know both aspects. I'm a Latino, but I'm a Christian. Mm. How do I cope with that and still yet um, try to accomplish my dreams? You know,
0: that's so good, man. Yeah, that's so good. Okay, let me ask you this. So, how I got the news that 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 you uh that you know you got accepted to Harvard yeah. before not realizing you had gotten accepted to Yale. Uh I saw this on an article <laughs> yeah. in El Salvador com. <laughs> yeah. El Salvador dot com that's that's where that's where that popped up, right? Somebody shared it on Facebook. Like, man, I think it was uh, Robert's wife, Berla. Yeah. Um, I think she shared it, and I saw it. I was like, "Wait, what? No way! Um, how how did that happen? How did how did your story get there? I mean, it's worth it's worth all the recognition. Um, but I'm interested to know how 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 they get your story.
3: So yeah, yeah. Um, so it all started with my cousin, Glenda. She put it on Facebook the same day that I got accepted into Harvard. So that same Monday that I got accepted, she put it on Facebook, she put like a a little story about me. Mm.
0: And so
3: I have like um she's a family member of mine, but she's I don't know what you call like fifth generation cousins. I don't know what Uh, you call
0: Okay. She's like a far cousin.
3: Yeah, so we're related somehow, but I don't know how, but we are. Um, so she lives in El Salvador. She's a journalist over there. And oh. then she saw my uh, my cousin's post, and then um, she asked my cousin if my cousin could ask me if she could interview me. And so the next day she sent me the questions. Um, I responded to them uh, through voicemail. So um, yes, yeah, so what I said she put on she put on right there, and uh, she interviewed Robert. So she spoke to Robert. Um, but yeah, that's how. So the fifth generation cousin some, somehow yeah. in el salvador she saw the post that my cousin put about me so mm. she since she's a journalist she writes for um, el diario de hoy okay in el salvador so <clears throat> she uh, as my cousin glenda if glenda could ask me you know if mm-hmm. if i if i was willing to be interviewed
0: okay and how how like did was that did you feel that was significant? Like, w- did it was it like, eh? It's like whatever, but or or was it like, yo, I'm on, I'm on elsalvador.com. Like, yo, I'm giddy. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know I'd be feeling myself. Let me tell you that much. I'd be flexing. I'd be mad flexing. Like, yo, they wrote about your boy. <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah.
3: Okay. Okay. I'm not not, not yeah. Like deep inside, like there's a feeling like, oh smack, you know, I'm famous now, you know? <laughs> like I uh revista. <laughs> um so yeah, there's a feeling, but um like I said before, I was studying for finals. So I was like, okay, I cannot concentrate too much on this because I got finals coming up. Mm-hmm. So um um but yeah, I, I I mean I was feeling myself, I was like, Oh Smack, you know, um uh, I'm in the web. People comment about me I was like Oh you know What are people saying about me You know Uh, But But yeah But yeah um, It was the first time That I'm placed Like on a newspaper article Mm. So it was kind of Like a weird feeling Mm. But um. You may yeah, I was uh <laughs> I just couldn't like concentrate too much on it because I didn't want to get distracted for finals. Right. But yeah, I, I get you man it's rico, <laughs> you know? It feels great, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, so this is how Ronaldo feels, you know? And now I get it. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> but, but yeah, man, um, it, Yo, it, it feels good.
0: E and this is this is my last question before uh giving it to Andy. Like I, I don't know I don't know uh and the statistics or anything maybe you probably don't even know either but yeah. like like how many other Salvadorians man have have been accepted to Harvard or Yale like like mm. oh, that's, like I don't know history, do, you, do you know if there's like if that's like I don't know how um, common you, that is
3: well you know what um there was a Salvadorian president corrupto, he, he, he was corrupt <laughs> That he graduated, uh, Paco Flores.
0: Okay. He graduated
3: either from Harvard or from Oxford.
0: Ah, uh, okay.
3: So, so I'm not, um, I'm not the only Salvadorian to be accepted, and I'm sure like there's many more okay. Salvadorians that have been accepted. Yeah. But I, I don't have um, like statistic right now um okay. uh, as to how many. But um, I do know like uh, I'm not the only like DACA student. Um.
0: Mm, uh, okay.
3: I I know this of a sister. Of 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 someone that works at UCSB, her uh-huh. sister, doctor student, graduated with her PhD from Harvard.
0: Okay. This wow. year,
3: I mean last year. I'm sorry, but um, but yeah. So, but um, I don't have like a specific number. Of yeah. How many Latino Salvadorians um have gone to okay. Harvard? Okay.
0: Okay. Regardless, it is still big yeah. time, man. It is still yeah. big time, and and it's 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 so awesome, bro. Like. Um I I I find it to be amazing, man. Like yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah,
3: thank you. And um well, you know it, it's something that um I just constantly have to remind myself that it's not me. Um that it's in a way it's not my accomplishment. It's our accomplishment. Mm. Because everyone has put their you no know, their mustard seed in me that mm. has helped me tremendously. My family, my parents, my brothers. Yeah. Uh, you guys, um, pastors at church, mm. um, counselors, professors. So, and of course, God. So I've gotten where I am not not through my own strength, but mm. through all the help and motivation that I've received throughout the years. And it's what I told you guys that, mm. um, you know, I'm only the reflection of all the help that I've received. Mm. Um, you know, it's but by, by myself, I can't even get accepted to UCSB. It's all the help that i received and, and guidance. So um, so
0: for you, community is very important and very key yeah. in, in, in it.
3: Yeah, definitely. Because it, it's like the saying, you know, you want to go fast, go alone. You want to go far, go with others. Wow. So, that's um, good. I
0: think that's a bar. The,
3: yeah, exactly, man. And I think as a student, you cannot do school alone. Um, you need to have a, some sort of community around you that's there to, to support you. Um, and I've had that with you guys. So, you know, um, don't see it as me getting accepted to Harvard, seeing as us getting accepted to Harvard, man.
0: I got accepted to Harvard, y'all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's the title of the episode right there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> oh my this God. guy,
1: man.
3: <laughs> El Bayunco. <laughs>
2: well john um man i did quick research right now so Mm -hmm. as of 2017 because not updated there was only 2.5k so 2,500 students that were of latino and hispanic background Mm. so you would have to to seek in there um because that's just background so i still i'm considered uh, of hispanic background but i was born here in the u.s mm, so you don't have to break it down to students who were who were Born in their country and then divide that within the country, so
1: that's still you're not a lot. Yeah, you're,
2: you're yeah. part of a very low percent that has been, um, yeah, yeah, to Harvard as a Salvadorian. So yeah, you, John. Like Thank you, Mandy. Um, I, I can't wait for this run to be over to celebrate. Uh, hopefully very soon. Um, yeah. But my last okay. question to you is like we we talked about long term. You want to, of course, um. Get your MA, uh, become a professor. But short term, like, like how, 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 like, what does short term look to you, like look like to you? Maybe it's like finishing finals, which is I think it's finals week right now, or like mm-hmm. the summer. Like, what are some short term goals you want to accomplish? Um, like while you're in Harvard or before you go? Like, how, how does short term goals look like for you? Ooh, party!
3: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, yeah, like <laughs> short term. Short term, I think. Finals. Um, and, uh, yeah, just graduating. Um, and party. And, and party? You said party? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, And party, yeah. Six feet of poor party gonna Uh But, um, yeah, like, uh, I mean, one of the goals I have right now, I'm not going to lie to you guys, I'm uh, currently writing a senior honors thesis. And um, that's, that's uh, you know, um, it's put stress on me. So my, my short-term goal is just to finish that, and I have to finish it by the end of next quarter. Mm. So that's basically my, in a way, you can say my short-term goal and then, you know, to graduate. And, you know, I, I got to learn how to be a better cook, man. Because, like, <laughs> I don't want to go to Harvard, waste money on Subway. And, like, you know, uh, you know the, the the people from Harvard, they got to smell platano frito, you know, in the <laughs> apartment. Come on. Yeah, they they got to smell they got to smell that Salvadorian cuisine. Um, so yes, sir. I exactly. So, um, I I mean I I I want to get my license. Um, so those are my short term goals that I want to achieve before Harvard. So okay. Be a better cook. You know, graduate from UCSB, get my driver's license. Um, and 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 you know um just be a better Christian. Um, grow in my relationship to God. Mm. And 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 yeah. Not be scared of experiencing new things while can before Harvard.
0: Mm. That's dope, man. Yeah. Hey, yeah. let so let me ask you this: so, because we we're emphasizing Harvard, but you kind of said something. You said before, you know, before going to Harvard. So, is that where you're going? Oh, have oh, you it, made Have you made that
1: decision
3: yet? No, no, no. It, it, it was only like psychological. Uh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay, no, okay. No, no, no. okay, No, I I have until April fifteenth to choose. Okay. For all three schools,
0: so.
2: Oh, okay. Less than, Less than a month.
0: Is it? Is there? Is there a school you're leaning towards? Can you even say? Would you rather not say yet? No, no, no don't worry. I'm an open book. Um,
3: <laughs> if I'm being honest, like maybe Harvard. Okay. Think, because um, uh, at Harvard, I would be studying the New Testament.
4: Hmm.
3: And I think just having the opportunity to study Jesus, I think that makes it so worthwhile. At yeah, Yale yeah, and yeah. In the University of Chicago, it would be for the Old Testament. Mm. And it's cool. But I think um, I'm leaning more towards the New Testament because I think the history of the New Testament like the Roman Empire, you
1: know, yeah.
3: gladiators and all yeah. that. It's, it's a little bit more interesting for me. Yeah. And just the aspect of studying Jesus, I think. Of course, uh, yeah. It, it makes it much better. So yeah. if I had to choose right now, um, I'm leaning a little bit more towards Harbor.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So. That's awesome. Look, man, we're we're wrapping it up uh with this. I just want to say, John, I am so proud of you, bro. Like I am so um extremely mm-hmm. proud of you. You're so inspiring, bro. Thank um you. I love your humility. Like, let me tell you, um, you know, when I posted, uh, you know, just kind of congratulating this man publicly and just sharing the, the story. And I shared it because I, I felt like, I felt like it. it's, it's just an inspiration. Um, I wanted a lot of my, like, a lot of my friends um, to see, you know, yo, here is a dreamer. Here is an undocumented DACA student who has sacrificed it all and has worked hard, you know, to get to this position. So, you know, for you to, you know, cause I got friends, I got people that, uh, that are, that I'm friends with on Facebook, follow me on Instagram that are not too crazy about the DACA stuff, you know, and, and do not fully support it. You know and and I think that I just wanted them to see like yo, you know when you when you're not supporting DACA, you're not supporting a world changer like Jonathan Larach mm-hmm. to get that opportunity yeah. he's gonna get, you know so um so i I I posted about it like that, and so you know, I'm celebrating him, and John's reply is what makes him stand out to me. Um, from the rest,
1: yep.
0: and it's his humility and his his and he he's he did it in this podcast. His humility and his giving the credit to others <laughs> and not taking the credit for himself. Like he's just giving the credit yeah. to others, and and you know, even like you giving me credit, I feel like yo, you are just <laughs> you're you're you're. It's just so amazing, bro, because I feel like I I. I feel like I didn't do a thing. I feel like I'm just privileged to 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 just come on be a witness, man. Just to be a witness, you know. Um, and so man, I'm just I'm just so thankful and so honored, man. And I'm I'm thankful for your friendship, um, and man, it. I'm excited for you. I am. I'm following you, man. All, the whole way, like I I. I I want to see you, you know, I I can't wait to see you do all these things because you're, you're going to accomplish everything that you set your mind to, man. Like, I believe it. Thank you. Uh, you guys, man, you and your family, you and your brothers are just so dope, man. So, congrats, man. Congrats on your accomplishment on this little milestone. And it's only, like, and that's all that it is. It's a milestone for... Mm-hmm. For what's to come, it's a stepping stone for what's to come. You're gonna step on this and step into something bigger, Um and I believe that, man. And so, thank you, thank you. Congrats, bro. Yeah. Thank
3: <laughs> you, Larry, I mean, dude, it means a lot, and you know, you, you have helped a lot, man. Um, even uh, even if you don't realize it, like all those rides you gave me, man, to and from church.
1: <laughs> um,
3: that, uh, for me, that that speaks a lot because mm. serving at church helped me become a better student, mm. and. I I had the opportunity to not only serve at church, but to learn from you, to learn from Andy. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: And that's been a huge blessing. And, you know, um, I just think it's important to also recognize that, you know, oh, you know, so Dorian getting accepted to Harvard. It's awesome. Right. But, um, I think it's also, um, I think it's, it's cool to remember that, um, I think other like Latinos are doing great things. Yeah. Because I think, um, Sometimes I may fall into the trap, right? Of believing, "Oh wow, Harvard! Oh cool, you know, I'm a so Salvadorian, mm-hmm. I'm I'm, I'm doctor. But I think um, one doesn't have to attend Harvard to be uh, to be doing great things.
0: That's good. Come on, yeah. One
3: one doesn't have to attend a a school like Yale or like University of Chicago to be doing great things in the kingdom of God and in this world. I think um, those people, for example, that live and I think uh, your sister Heidi, um, she talked about this last time that. The people that are getting like fruits or vegetables—they are doing great things, and they—they—they they, they do not receive any type of acknowledgement. Mm. When we eat a fruit, we don't think of who picked it up, and I think mm. those people are doing great things. Yeah, and you know, and and or the people that are working um, in the background, right? Because yeah. it's easy becoming famous when, when when you get accepted to Harvard. It's easy becoming, you know, the king of the world when yo we yell you. But I think um, the people that are behind like the, the, the curtains, you can say, the people that pick up our fruits or vegetables, the, the people that are in the kitchens at the restaurants, we, eat, uh, the people who are cleaning the restrooms at high schools, at the universities, um, I think they're, they're heroes for me. And, um, mm. I, I just want to take this time to acknowledge them because I know it's, it's easy. Um, only acknowledging the, the kid that got accepted to Harvard
4: mm.
3: and, um, and and yeah, just 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 that because I think uh, they're a big part of of this Latino yeah. force that's changing the world. Because you can change the world from Harvard, but also you can change it from a kitchen and in a restaurant. Come on,
0: so um,
3: I yeah, just and to the students that are watching and everyone else, um, you don't have to be a Harvard student or a Yale student or a university University of Chicago student to to be doing great stuff. Yeah, um, God places us in different situations in different scenarios. And we will do our best, and we are doing our best wherever God has us. So um, thank you, um, Larry and Nandy for, you know, your, motive, your motivation. It means a lot. And, you know, you guys are doing great things.
0: Appreciate um, it, bro.
3: This right. podcast, uh, preaching life, preaching wisdom, preaching motivation in times of crisis. Um, you and Andy, Heidi, other people that have been a part of this podcast mm-hmm. and Bold Barrio, right? Yeah, that's you know you are doing great things. So it's Thank not you, only about going to Harvard, it's, you know where God has you, and you've taken that uh, moment and utilizing it, and,
0: Absolutely. and and
3: and 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 just doing something with it. Um, it's, good. it's just something that we have to remember.
0: So good, man. Well, <laughs> let's leave it at that because that was fire. Thank you guys for joining us. This was the LOD podcast. Thank you, everyone.